This second season of the Grown Up podcast focuses on transformation and how it can allow anyone to achieve specific life and business goals through coaching. Find out how to dig deeper, think bigger, and discover new opportunities that, among other things, can change and improve life by bringing focus, motivation, and energy into your daily routine. Hello, everyone, and welcome to your coaching journey, the new season of Grow Now podcast. My name is Raluca, Raluca Gomeja. I'm an international business owner, speaker, coach, and mostly what I do these days is traveling the world to help individuals, entrepreneurs, business owners to grow their life and their business, to have more time and more energy while making more money. In my travel, I get to meet lots of people, business owners, or what I call business owners to be, or simply regular human beings who struggle more or less with the same topics. I get asked plenty of questions, and some of them, after a while, become a topic of an article, an ebook, or a talk. In this season of your coaching journey, I'll get to answer a question that very often is firstly asked when I meet new people. Where is all this energy coming from? Or how come you have so much energy? There is a quick answer to that, as one can tell when someone's work energizes them. And while I have been born with a fair level of energy, most of it is coming from technique and practice, like most things in life and business. As I am a coach, it's not rare to add a question to any of the questions I get asked. Like in this situation, I will ask, imagine you have all the energy you want. What will be different in your life? This is exactly how each episode will go. I will share with you some secrets and I will give a homework and let you with a question to help you reflect and move forward. While I totally enjoy this podcast, know that no books, no courses, no podcasts, name it, no matter how amazing they might be, can replace the work you do with a coach. The journey is not necessarily pleasant nor joyful every day, but it is worth it. So fasten your seatbelts, take out your notebook, disconnect your phone for the next 15 minutes or so, and come with me into your coaching journey. Hello, my dear friends, my dear listeners, and welcome back to this special bonus episode of your Grow Now podcast. In the last few days, I had quite a lot of you reaching out and asking about confinement and how to make the best out of our lockdown. And this is the reason of this special bonus episode. Now, like always, I will invite you to take a pen and a paper to write down quite a few things. I'm just saying, totally up to you. Ready? Let's start. Confined. I mean, that means the words that are mostly repeated nowadays. Lockdown, lock-in, blocked in home. The latest estimation of people confined at home around the planet is about 1 billion people at the time I'm recording this, and most probably the number will grow in the days to come. Some of us are already confined from one, two, three weeks or more already for different reasons or in different parts of the world. And while the first few days could be a little challenging, like I heard so many of my clients and friends saying, 
I am an outdoor person. I am not mentally prepared to stay in and so on. And the following few days, a little optimistic as, you know, they got to sleep a little bit more or watch movies they did not have chance to see. When we start getting into the second or the third week, things are less exciting. I notice their energy is less and less, the optimism as well. Well, it was okay for a while, but how long will that last? Indeed, we have no visibility nor control on how long the confinement will last, and mostly within which conditions. For example, as long as we could still go out for grocery, as allowed in some places still, is so much different than not being allowed to leave our homes which is what happens in part of the world as well. Now, this being said, it is important to remember two major things. First is that this too shall pass, or as someone dear for me put it, this will end. This is not the end of the world. And second, no matter how much you enjoy or not this time, this too is your life. Let me repeat this. This too is your life. Now, when we cannot control things that are happened to us, we can always control what we do, what we think, what we decide, what and how we show up, who we are, and so forth. Because we do, we can decide to keep ourselves healthy, to watch our mind when we are alone and watch our words when we are with others. We can still control our day. We can still choose what kind of information or connection we have with whom. We can still turn off the TV, for example, or pick up a book or put on the music we like. All this and are just few examples and they are still in our control. For me, one of the biggest values is freedom. Yet, I guess when we really have a deep thought about it, what is freedom? Can we honestly say that because we are locked down, we are not free? I mean, we can debate on that, yet it is going back to the main definition of freedom for each of us. We can pretty much still do, be, think what we want to. So what if instead of thinking Someone is restricting your freedom because you are not allowed to go out. You choose and you decide not to go out because of your core value of health, respect of others, or care, for example. You see, the action in itself is the same, meaning not going out. Yet, there is a huge difference between those who think they are forced to stay home and those who think they have choose to stay home. Yesterday, I was in this amazing call with a Tibetan monk, and one of the things I loved the most was what was he talking about health. He was making a point about those who breathe fast may not live long. And we can talk longer about within which condition, etc. Yet, the point was that as we probably notice, when we are angry or crying or feeling down, have you noticed we breathe fast? 
And working on our breathing during meditation practice, for example, it's as important as any medication to stay healthy. The same he was talking about the power of our mind. Like there is not much value added in taking treatment, providing your mind is full of negative thoughts. I mean, negative in the sense that this is not fair. I don't deserve to be sick. I don't deserve to die. Uh, I don't want to feel this way. Why all this on me when others are just fine? I mean, what did I do to deserve this illness? Why me? You got the point, right? Watching our thoughts is an important part of how well we are living our life, no matter the life conditions we may have to face. Because so many are reaching out with questions about how to do, I was thinking a good way is to give some tips on how to make this experience as pleasant, as growing, as extraordinary as possible. But first, I want you to close your eyes and to imagine a few years from now telling the story of what happened during these weeks. Imagine how would you like that story to be or even better, why not start writing a story? Take that time to put it on paper on your computer. How would you like that story to be? I mean, you can open your eyes now and think about it. Will you focus on how terrible those days have been or still highlighting the beautiful things that happened to you? how your life has evolved, how the world has changed before and after the coronavirus of 2020. Now, to go back on the day-to-day tips, and, and I will not go on things that, you know, probably you heard all over, but these are the five things you may want to implement and try during this period of time, no matter how long it will be. Okay, let's go. The first thing is to have a schedule, a real agenda. When things to do, I mean, what are the things you want to do? Time to get out of your bed. What time do you wake up? You know, time to shower, time to dress and all the rest. Time to go into your morning routine. Time for cooking and eating. Time for sport. And highly important, time to reach out and speak with friends and family. You see, all that you may usually do on a normal week, yet now you will change the way you do those. And you will do it daily. Because you schedule it. Have a schedule of your day. It's allowing you three important things. Number one, take care of what is really important. What is essential. Two, Make sure you have time for things that you want to see happen. And three, and the most important, you take control of your day instead of your day controlling you. The second thing is to feed your mind properly. Now, as important as what food you eat in order to still enjoy life and stay healthy, it's how you feed your mind. 
It is up to you who and what do you want to follow. Yet, watching the news channel 24 hours a day, 7 days out of 7, may not be the best idea. Watching, how do you feel when you do that? I mean, does that give you energy, enthusiasm, a feeling of purpose and fulfilling? And if the answer is not, well, turn it off. You can still watch the news in specific times you schedule for, like in point number one. And that's it. I mean, honestly, what do you think it will happen in the few hours you are not connected to the latest news? Not to mention that they tend to keep repeating. Same for what and who you follow on social media. Are you spending time watching what whoever says about the virus or what conventions or opinion or whatever prediction of the future they may have? Or are you using this time to feed your mind with new information, learning something new, connect and follow people you resonate more with, or that give you a sense of energy, of vitality, of engagement through life. I mean, everything that you're looking for, right? So many things are now available online. The choice is still yours. Make that choice. Now, the third thing that I found extremely important is to breathe and to expose yourself to daylight. Things we do, I mean, without even thinking about in a normal day-to-day. Yet now, I, I, I know, I understand that most of us in big cities, we have no gardens, no parks to go out. Yet most of us, we still have balconies or windows. A great practice is to open your window and take the light and the air for at least one hour a day. You may have the sun coming up, as in some part of the world we go in spring mode and the weather is nice and warmer, or it may still be cold with remaining of winter. No matter the temperature, you can still dress with appropriate clothing and open your window and enjoy for one hour. You can do that in two, three times if one hour seems a lot, especially if you may not have a chair or, you know, You can also use this time as an alternative to do some kind of sport while by the window, like stretching or putting your arms up in parallel to, you know, staying at the window to take the most benefit of it. Natural light and sunlight, even if the sun doesn't hit directly to your window, is great not only for your health, but also for your mood and overall morale. The fourth thing is to allow time to meditate, to listen to what your body, your feelings, your emotions, and your intuition are telling you. Be fully present in this moment. Now, this is an important time you have with yourself. You see, the other day when I challenged a client to see the opportunities in this situation, we came to speak about time and how much he complained before of not having time and now this is not longer an issue for most the relation with time may be challenged during this period 
for most, you'll realize how long time could be. And yet, time is one of the blessings of this crisis. As you have time, allow some of it for yourself with no fear. Providing you are with family or friends in, in quarantine, you can still step aside, even in the bathroom, to take time to be with yourself. Allow the fear to express, if any, sense what danger that fear may indicate as a message and take note on it. Allow any other emotions to come and welcome them. And, and if you don't know how to do that, well, go back and check. Uh, we have the podcast in Your Coaching Journey Season 2. Don't remember the number, but it's about how to welcome all your emotions. I'm sure you'll find it. Now, finally, reflect on what you thought impossible. And now you see it is possible. This is probably the one I love the most. In nowadays, so many people are telling what is and what is not possible that some of us begin to trust that indeed some things are impossible. We even repeat it to ourselves that we believe this is the absolute truth. Yet, in the last few days, we can see impossible turned into positive. I mean, the planet is recovering much faster than we ever thought. We can spend so much less than we ever thought. We can stay inside the entire day. Day after day, we can still be happy, independent of what is outside, and so on and so on. Come on, make your own list. I'm sure you'll find more things to add, of things that you saw they are truly impossible and now they prove possible. And after you do this first list, go into a second list. What is something that you still believe is impossible? Come on, let it out. Put it on that list. Let's see how many things you can come up with. Come on, now that you know that one day you'll go out, what are the first things you will do? How will you enjoy the most? Or what are you will be enjoying the most? What is on that dream list you thought you'll never do? What are the things you put on hold for someday when I'll be or I'll have or I'll do whatsoever? Come on, make that list and dream. Dream big. Dream bigger than your fears. Bigger than your excuses. Bigger than that, it's impossible, thought. Because you can see for yourself how wrong some people, some information or some beliefs were. You have seen it is possible. Now, what else will you make possible? I cannot wait to read your list. I cannot wait to hear your stories and to see your fulfilled smile and life unfolding for you. Guys, my friends, I am not saying it's easy. I am just saying it's possible. And to quote someone very smart, remember, what we appreciate 
appreciates. Let's give it a try. Now that we have reached the end of this episode, I like to leave you with this final thought. Hope, smiles, positive energy, just like the virus, are contagious. What do you choose to cultivate and spread? Till the next time, stay safe, my friend, and enjoy, because you see, this too is part of your coaching journey. Thank you for listening. And for more information on her business coaching, ebooks, and mastermind programs, please visit mitraluka.com.